What's up? What's up? <laughs> My name is DJ Wonder. Um, I decided to be like everybody else and start a podcast. It's called Complete Animals. The reason why I call it Complete Animals, let me tell you. I have a show called Animal Status. I was on Shade 45, Sirius XM. Animal Status is a show on Shade 45. It used to be a DJ crew. It still is a DJ crew. Me and my friend DB. DB works on Sway in the Morning. I work on Sway in the Morning. Um, and it started as us wilding out, basically, turning into animals um we used to dj spots like um hudson hotel in new york city he would have 10 red bull vodkas and eventually take his shirt off and uh all kinds of things like that so we became animal status so that was like our little crew and then it became our radio show so this podcast is called complete animals all right because that's the lifestyle i continually live even though i've calmed down a lot and i've surrounded myself with a lot of animals and you'll hear more from them a little bit later on. Currently, I'm in Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida. When I came to Miami, I always told myself I would never live here. It's not a, it's not a place that to live. It's too Euro, it's too uh, Latin, it's too Cuban. It's not for me, you know what I mean? I'm a simple man. But now, it was time. I saw how my friends were living. I saw how they were hollering at girls left and right. I saw people were outside. And then I ran into one particular gentleman and his name was JD, and he's sitting right here next to me. JD, introduce yourself, please. How y'all doing? I'm JD. Stands for Justin Dickinson. Yes, I'm an ex-porn star. It's like I'm fucking with y'all. But yeah, so I met Eric, <clears throat> damn, probably like five years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, who's this random blue verified check dude always checking my stories, man? Then I'm like, oh, wow, he's with Sway Dizzle, whatever. Sway, you know, from the very humble dude. We kept in touch, and then um, when he came down to Miami, when we went out, I was with a few girls, and I was like, Eric, I like your voice. You got an interviewer voice. I've always dreamed to be interviewed, because I feel like I have some savage bullshit to talk about when I'm in the mood, and his voice is, is be a good voice to ask both questions. Hold on one second, man. What's that? What is, first off, just introduce yourself, though. What is the accent that I'm hearing and everything else? <clears throat> so basically, I'm from Haiti, you know, it's the Hispaniola, the island next to the Dominican Republic. So I consider myself mixed, but I'm a black man at the same time. It's the same shit. So like I said, I'm from a very spoiled, vibrant city, Miami. <laughs> this guy with the spoiled, spoilage. He's a, spo- he a spoiled little somebody. It is spoiled city, bro. Um, but dog, this, you're, you're skipping around a lot of things. When I would come to Miami, let me tell you, this is the guy that I would see. He would always be out with around two or three women, like all the time. Um, and I thought when I came here, I thought, this is it. This is the guy I want to be with. But then I ended up coming here, and he still hangs out with the girls by himself. He doesn't want any dudes around him. He, he's spoiled, like you said, and he's very selfish. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't give um, out any I'm of his friends. I'm not selfish. What is it? All due to respect, I don't trust dudes. I don't trust niggas. All right. That's it. Very few. Now, nah, if, if they're older, they're in the late 30s, 40s range, I'll ride with them. They've been there. They've been there, done that. But if they're younger now, nah, I don't got time for that. Right. I don't got that time, the low-key competition. What's mine is yours, bro. Just speak. It's up to her if she wants to fuck with you now. Leave me alone. Next. 
<laughs> What's going on? I, I, nah, this is the kind of podcast I want to have, bro. Wow, disrespectful. First off, you don't talk, you don't say the word podcast during a podcast. It sounds weird as weird as heck. We're just having a conversation. Second off, um, let's okay, talk. Okay, let me say why I've always rolled with women. Yes. Please. So what happened is, my thankfully my good ex girlfriend of mine when I was when I was about twenty years old, you know wild girl so she introduced me to south beach lifestyle oh let's go clubbing that's when house music was house music electro house was popping club live mentioned and to get into the clubs you need to be a woman the average dude will be with mad dicks whatever dudes you will never get in so i learned a trick become good with women and that's it just it stuck with me. It costed me a few relationships, but it worked out. It worked out fine. Man, man or female relationships? What are you talking about? Female. Okay. Of course, no girls likes that. You know, why are your friends girls, 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 girls? I just trust women better. I feel like do you, I have guy friends, but do you smash your friends? Some depends on the agreement we have. Depending on the chemistry I have, if I'm direct and we agree, cool. You do you, I do me. No problem. How many uh, buttons do you have? Um, Unbuttoned on a shirt on a daily basis. Um, I always leave three buttons. I know I need to work on my chest better, but I just like that. That's a good lifestyle. I just I, bu- too, I got an order my late uncle. You know that's how he used to rock it. He was about that life though. I, I just hope, I wish I could I could match him. <laughs> I went to Zara the other day. And I bought a I bought a JD shirt. You gotta get XL man or large. Just, yeah, I, gotta I, be I got loose. a I got a large. It's so it's, it's semi loose. You gotta work on that ten as well too. I'll get it. Don't worry, buddy. Um. So let's talk about actually the dating scene in Miami because I bring I bring girls around this guy and he he's he's all over them. It's like is, aren't there enough girls in the city? What's wrong with Miami women? I, I don't believe in dating. Dating is basically going to a corporate job, being interviewed. Fuck that. Be yourself. Nah, I don't, I don't do that. So why do you import girls and not deal with the girls that are down here just just to be friends with quote unquote as you say? If I say this, I'm gonna give away a lot of free game and it's gonna cost me. So I can't say it on air. So I. I'll, I'll say you all off there. All right, great. That's really helping everybody listening right now, folks. All right, so basically what it is. Oh, okay, there we go. We live in an era of social media. A lot of people are very accessible women. So don't know who's a hot dude to go fuck with in Miami. A hot promoter, whatever. So you're better off getting a random girl that's not from here and have a good time. You don't got to worry about her selling you out. She's gonna go to, it sounds like pimping, but no, it's not. I just... That's what I mean by that. Yo, I got confronted by a grown-ass dude the other day. And now I got to tell y'all this story. I got to tell y'all this story. So there was this beautiful Asian chick. She was half white, half Asian. Gorgeous, stunning. Looking like a real-life Mulan and Lucy Liu. Just gorgeous. But she was a great friend of mine. Nothing ever happened with her and I. We met around 2016. And I kept it real with her. I was just joking one day. I'm like, yo, so if you and I hook up right now, what's going to happen? She's like, mm, psh, bitch, you might be. And I'm like, what if I go hook up other people? She's like, nah, I'm not cool with that. I appreciate the honesty. We became good friends ever since then. It never went that way. Her and my cousin had a, had a thing. And I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. It didn't work out with them. But she was like my ride or die. Like, she would ride everywhere with me. Like, we'll, we'll go click. We'll kick it. But, like, she was a... I'm not going to mention more of a career, but she was on the road hey, a lot. Yo, who, you know? who, who are you talking to over there? We haven't even introduced the guest. You got to talk into the mic and talk to the people watching. Yo, my bad. I feel, I feel, like, I feel like I'm fucking this up. No, you're great. No, no, no. Anyway, I'm, no I'm not. You're doing great. 
I beat all. Uh, like, just look at that right there. It's called the camera. It's called the camera. Now get in that mic with your mouth. So, Listen, you're do- and I'm not cutting any of this out, by the way, either. You're, you're, you're going to learn today. All right, buddy? You're doing great. Your, your job is you're going to run down the clubs Monday through Sunday. So anybody from out of town coming in and wants to meet Emily Ratajkowski or something like that, where do they go? You're going to hit that right now. Go Monday through Sunday. Bung. If it's Monday, it's got to be Club Swan. You know, they got the whole restaurant downstairs. And then upstairs, yeah, that's Swan. That's 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 it. Okay, Tuesday. Tuesday kind of fell off due to the pandemic in Miami. So unless you're on a temporary money, fast life, scamming, you know, Mr. Jones, nah. Nah, it's not going to. Maybe, you know, they got Strawberry Moon. You might catch it there because it's more of a welcoming group out there. So right. it should feel more comfortable. Wednesday, Komodo. Komodo, nice. All right. Komodo upstairs, definitely. That's Thursday, Thursday. Thursday, they got the Latin night at Live. So maybe, hey, you know, it's Miami. She might, yeah. depending on what's his name. Go Confident f- dude, Purple. So she might it. be comfortable with her. Find somebody to knock up at Latin night at Live. <laughs> and on Friday, you got a lot of options, you know. Like, everything is slowly back open. But for a girl on her status, she'll stick with the... With the live group, you know, those those places. All right. Saturday and Sunday, is it basic or is there anything really popping now? Well, I like to go from hood to classy when I go out. So I like to start off in Wynwood in a humble environment and then boom, switch it up in a bougie place. Well, that's great, man. Thank you. That was the rundown from JD who did, doesn't know what he wants to call himself. It doesn't really know if he even wants to do this, but I appreciate him being there. But you're not the only guest we have tonight, JD. You know that, right? Let's see. Hey. Oh, that's A Train. That's not A Train. What's his name that's again? I forgot. He's a DJ. I forgot his name. What's his name, man? A Train's good. I'll be A Train for the show. Okay. Like, this is DJ A Train. Give it up for DJ A Train. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's his name again? No, He's a DJ. Listen, don't, don't I'm, tell, a, I'm a big fan of don't, him. What's don't his tell name him. Again? Don't tell him yet. Don't tell him yet. Because th- is this an issue that you've had that people, they know your name, but they might not know the face? Have you had issues with that before? No. So when I started my social media. Uh, accounts on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like my name was notoriously misspelled throughout my early years as a DJ mm-hmm. so I I wanted something on social media that was easy to find and easy to remember right. so I came up with the handle at my favorite DJ so everyone that was tagging me or, or uh, talking to me would say hey at my favorite DJ like almost forcing them to say I was their favorite DJ okay so you know who it is yet you know who my favorite DJ is <laughs> It's conflict, DJ there conflict. There it is, conflict, Come conflict. Come on, man. Oh, you used to be on Y100 and Power 96. Which one was it? Y100. There it is. Oh, he was with the top dogs, yo. He was with the top tier. He still is. Oh, what God. are you talking yeah, about? He still is. You. you still the 1-800 lucky here and there, right? He does a lot uh, of I, I mean, I like eating there. <laughs> Listen, man, don't, don't mind this guy. We're going to go through all the spots that you're doing or used to do, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Conflict. Um, now, were you were you from Miami originally, or where where are you from? So I was born in Argentina, but my parents immigrated to Miami when I was four. So I'm not born, but I'm bred here, I guess. Right. Uh, so you've seen it uh, kind of be built up from outside of South Beach, leaving South Beach, going to Wynwood, going outside Wynwood, all of the different yeah, yeah, areas. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's fun, man. Um, I saw you at Blackbird actually last week. You were playing at Blackbird. How was that experience? Blackbird's always a good time. Blackbird is great. It's uh to me, it's uh the best place to get like a full body workout as a DJ in the creative sense. All right now, since things have started opening up again, have you? Um, is it a new day for like bookings? Would you take spots that you maybe wouldn't have taken before because they're available now, or are you kind of doing the same stuff you did before? So I actually just I, I talked about this on my podcast recently, which was um, thank you. 
uh, that I'm, I'm torn between keeping the, the shiny, uh, the shiny reputation of nightclub DJ, bottle pop service, you know, like all that stuff and playing the places that are cutting checks right now. So I'm torn in between that, but I'm leaning more towards, it's a whole new market. It's a whole new, uh, time to rebuild brands. So I think I'm going to just kind of go with the flow. And unless something really rubs me the wrong way, I'm pretty much going to take a lot of the gigs that open up. What really sparked my interest with your uh, Instagram account, because usually I was following you on uh, Twitter and you had a lot of interesting things to say during the pandemic. I liked a lot of your your takes on certain things. Did you, did you catch any heat on uh, on Twitter for anything you, you've posted in the past? I don't think so. I, I think if, if there's any heat, like guys will just keep it to themselves or I've had I, people send me tweets that people send out without tagging me. Uh, and I just look at it almost like it's none of my business. Like if you guys wanted to talk to me or you want to bring something up, just at me, yeah. I'm right there. And if you don't, then that means you don't want to talk to me. You just want to comment on something that I thought up or something that I posted, which is okay too. Uh, but I don't really take any of that personal. You know, if somebody doesn't agree with me. That's okay. We can still be friends. We can disagree on some and still be friends. Uh, or maybe we can't. And that's okay, too. Uh, and if someone wants to talk, then we can talk. But I, I don't really like, you know, talking on social media. If someone has a big problem with me, I'll be like, listen, man, just let's text or let's call. All right. Well, it looks like looks like conflict has a big problem with somebody because I, I want everybody to go to my favorite DJ on Instagram. And we're going to take a look at the latest video that he's posted up there. I want you to see what it says. Um, right now it says Conflict Diplo. What does that mean? I don't know. Let's let's watch the video and see here. Award winner Diplo slated to box for Triller Fight Club. Diplo? Boxing? This guy? I wonder if he'll box me. Uh oh. I like this music. It's motivational. I like the music, the background stuff you have there. A little future bass. Very nice. How far did you run? Just around the block. Is that enough? Yeah. It's Diplo. Ooh, burn. It's Diplo. You don't need that cardio, baby. Look at this. He's putting Diplo, he's putting Diplo's face on boxing mitts. Bong. Hitting on bong. Wait a minute. First off, where do they have you uh where do they have you um training right there? Did they make you guys train in like a the patio of, of a place or something? Are you not allowed to go into so the gym yet? That's right outside the UFC gym in Kendall. Oh, nice. Okay, so you're right there. You're getting getting prepared. All right, let's finish this. Conflict is boxing Diplo's face right now. If you, if you guys can't see, if you're listening, he's just boxing. All right, there it is. And that, that was a nice promo flyer shot. Who does your Who does your graphics? Did you do that yourself, or is? Uh... Oh no, that's a. Uh, I'm a partner in a media company called Make It Now Media, and. Uh... Whenever I need something designed, I just go to go to them. I like that, man. It looked good. Yeah. It had the, it, look, let me let me correct something you said. Okay. I don't have a problem with Diplo. I know, I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We're here, gonna, here's we're... here's I, I like framing it in a way that makes it more honorable. He said he wanted to box. I like boxing. He's a DJ. I'm a DJ. I thought we could potentially tell like, like a fun story of two people from the same industry boxing, right? Uh, I also knew that if I wanted to get his attention, I had to do it in a way that was kind of like 
maybe a poker or prod, but not necessarily disrespectful because disrespectful can be dismissed. So if, if I come with insults or come up, come a little, I guess, distasteful, he'd just be like, oh yeah, fuck this. Uh, or sorry, I don't know if I can curse, but yeah. F this guy, Go you ahead. know, and just block me. So I thought, all right, let me put together something and see if anything happens. So I'm still waiting. Uh, and if, if they ever contact me, I would be 100% down to do anything that they need. Okay, so do you actually, have you met Diplo before? Uh, I mean, I've, I've played with Diplo. I've, I've opened for him at, I, I doubt he remembers, but I opened for him at a, a couple of clubs in Vegas. Nice. Um, and did you send this to anybody, like on his management team or anything else? I might have had somebody send it to someone in his circle. Okay. <laughs> well, he I actually, he, he posted some... Uh, a young lady today uh, saying that she wanted to fight him because she was playing like an Oculus boxing game and he posted that in his story. So I'm hoping maybe he's going to see this and possibly post it in his story. You think you're maybe too much of a challenger for him? I mean, look, I've seen him box. I, I To be honest with you, it, it would not be a good day for him if we actually did box. Uh, I would have to probably drop like 10, 15 pounds. I'm going to guess if I had to eyeball him, he's probably like 5'11", 6 feet tall, 170 175 uh he's also 43 years old so he's he's older than i am by by quite a quite a bit uh almost 10 years um so he'll have potentially speed in cardio if he runs a lot but other than that like no this is a bad day for him (laughs) oh man this is serious i'm usually up on my dip dip info man pretty much everything dipply comes across my radar and i pretty much know what's going on i didn't even know that he was fighting for triller how did you find out that he was going to be on the next or wants to be on the next bill so that that well that 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 article was kind of click uh i saw that article after the triller boxing event where uh askren uh boxed paul right and I clicked on that, and I'm like, oh, he's going to box. But really what the article said, it, it, he's not boxing yet. What it said was he showed interest or he wanted to box, and then they told him, hey, why don't you come over and DJ for us and see how the production gets run, see how we run the show, and then we can talk from there. So there's no determined fight. There's no uh, green light for him to box even. Uh, you know, Being 43 years old and not a boxer, I think, it probably would be a real difficult time for any commission to, to sanction anything. If anything, what it would turn into is potentially uh, an exhibition, an amateur exhibition bout with big gloves and helmets and, you know, padding, uh, which I'd be okay for also. But um, that article basically said that it didn't say he was boxing. So I read that because it was on a, a, a sports blog that I read. And I was like, man, if he's going to box. So here's <laughs> What happened before that was when I was looking at the Triller numbers of who got paid what, I'm like, who got paid the least on this card? And I think the person that was like undercard, undercard, first fight got like 80 grand. And I'm like, shit, that looks like a good check. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could swing them for 50. Why not put out a video and see if Diplo wants to box me? I'm a DJ. He's a DJ. Let's box. Cut the check. Send the contract. I'm ready. You making this video was like uh, it was like me making a video for MTV. Come raid my room. It was like one of those audition videos. <laughs> well, yeah, there's definitely some delusions of grandeur there because what's what's the upside to Diplo boxing me? Besides the spirit of competition and him getting to test himself against a faster, younger, smarter, stronger person. Listen, um, hold on, DJ Conflict. I don't like how you've been age shaming Diplo this whole time. This is, and I don't like how you can. You're like a carnival barker. How you can spot people's height and weight, man. I don't. First off, don't do me. <clears throat> do this guy. What? Do you, how old do you think this guy is? 
well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not because look, I'm trying to poke. Oh, okay. I'm trying to poke here. I'm trying to sell. Don't poke trying him. Trying to sell an idea. <laughs> he's making a good. I'm point trying to sell him. an idea that Diplo should box me. Diplo, he's Mister Everywhere. Why not? He's right. That's. I thought that was Pipple, Mister. Oh, he's Mister Worldwide. All right, listen. Do you think you're gonna? You think you may lose out on any kind of like opportunities uh, with Diplo in the future if he hears about this and takes it the wrong way? Well, I thought about that, and that's part of the reason why I want to definitely keep it respectful. At the end of the day, if he's like, "Listen, I'm not boxing." Okay, cool. Well, I, you know, whatever. I put out a promo video. I had some fun. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't take it the wrong way. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. What I'm trying to do is potentially set up something with a cool storyline: DJ versus DJ. Let's bring Washi on. <laughs> who, who's that? Who, who did you want? Who did you say? Let's bring Walshy on. Walshy fire. No, I'm okay. kidding, man. What is your daily training regimen for anybody out there? I know you, you posted that on Twitter a lot that you were getting back in shape or, or going to the next nah, level. Nah, he's in shape. No, getting to the next level of his shape in 2020. Uh, what, was your, what was your regimen then and what is it now? Well, uh, I try to hit the gym once a day, if not once every other day. Uh, I have a Peloton that I ride maybe three or four times a week. Uh, then I do competitive shooting. Um, Hold on, Compe- um, competitive what? What did, what did you say you cut out? Competitive shooting. Oh, bang, that's, bang. A, that's what I thought he said, but I, I thought I heard it wrong. Good Lord. Yeah. Not only is this man massive, he could, he has a, he's a marksman. Watch yourself. I'm a, I'm a big fan of martial arts. Yeah, I started maybe 15 years ago, and I had a really good trainer that was uh, patient enough to, to help somebody that had absolutely no physical, um, I guess, prowess or experience up to that point you know the only time i lifted weights was in high school gym and so i was 22 and somebody's look being in nightclubs all the time being around a bunch of people i didn't want to be uh unable if something happened did you ever have to use a little mma tactics on anybody at the club i no no i mean thankfully i never had to and i, I don't wouldn't necessarily even if uh if the opportunity if the opportunity you know, terrible phrasing but if that presented itself no because i mean there's bouncers and there's security guards that keep us very safe the only time that i came close was just walking on south beach i guess somebody was maybe a little too drunk and mouthed off and i just kept walking because conflict is not something i'm you know chasing just i guess my name um and as i'm walking off that made him even more mad and so they started walking towards me and uh i at that point you know that's a threat turn around square up and I think I took maybe two steps. And when I planted my back foot ready to go, I think this guy like saw something in my eyes and he just stopped and then turned away and left. The eye of the tiger. That's what he saw. All right. Listen, I'm absolutely an amateur. I've never been in a fight. This is why it makes sense for Diplo to box me. Is there any DJ besides Diplo that you might be not wanting to get into the ring with? Somebody you think would take you out? Even if I did, I wouldn't admit to it. I'd just train harder and work more on myself till I got to the point where that person would not be somebody that I thought that could beat me. All right. I like this guy's spirit. Okay. So last thing, Conflict, thank you so much for uh, telling us your side of the story. Hopefully Diplo gets this and will eventually maybe uh, talk to you about it. But uh, so the other night I was out and this, I'm not going to tell you who it was, but somebody came up to me and they were like, listen, man. I got a thousand dollars. I got a thousand dollars that conflict can destroy you in a in a room. 
Okay, that's a, they're very confident in your in your DJ skills, and I've heard you play, and you're very good. I'll say, but yes, listen, I took that as a challenge, man. So now I've been stepping it up and trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. I'm trying to get my routines back together. I might have lost a lot of that live stuff in this last year, but now I'm I'm getting uh, you've you've given me motivation. You didn't even know this, but somebody somebody really thinks you're a good DJ out there. Well, I know what you're talking about because he he actually commented to me afterwards, but okay. um. That sounds like something that I want to. I would love to pursue with you, man. Why don't we do a back-to-back set at the place that you're talking about at some point? Uh, and here's what I found: it doesn't necessarily have to be a competition because we're both competitive. I can tell you're like, oh, I'm already working on my stuff. All right, that's good. So why don't we do something where it's like, you know, you do an hour, I do an hour, or 15 minutes, 15 minutes, or you want to do three records and three records, and we just kind of push each other. You're gonna get better. I'm gonna get better. That's that's how we actually, you know, get things cracking. I think that's a great idea, man. Battle of the DJs, but just for fun, not real battle. Because I know we would both, uh, I know I would do terrible and you'd win and I don't want to come off like uh, that, but that's fine. Listen, I'm not built for battles, dude. I, I really, I, I came to the conclusion after doing the Red Bull freestyle, uh, I think two or three years, I'm, I'm not really that. I'm, I'm more of an entertainer slash like, I don't know, luxury you know, more so than a battle DJ. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm striving for as well. I'm also a luxury DJ. So everybody out there would like to book a luxury DJ, I'm available. And also <laughs> Conflict is available. All right, Conflict, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. Uh, and like you said, hopefully Diplo hears about this and we'll be seeing you in the ring soon, man. I'm ready. All right. Talk to you later, buddy. See ya. See you guys. Thank you. JD, how do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about that challenge? Do you think it's going to go down? You and... Him and you or him and Diplo? Well, dude, I'm not battling anybody. Whatever. Him and, him and Diplo. That'll be good. Thing is that I don't know Diplo like that. Who I really know is the other dudes from Major Laser. I have more relationship with Walshy. You know what I'm saying? Abe Drums. But Diplo, I don't know. He's very quiet. I don't know. I just don't really know him. I've just... Maybe. All right. Why not? I've, se- I've seen I've seen um Conflict Stature. That'll be a good fight. Did that interview bore you? You seem like you're falling asleep over there. No, was I wasn't falling asleep at all. I was just like trying to. Cool and we had my... another guest in the room too. She, I, just, she... I was just, I was what? just feeling shame of myself for basically. Oh yeah, I'll be with Diplo on Sunday. Yeah, actually, I'm going to this private party he's doing. That okay, Brad's well, doing. we're not going to talk about the private party. No, I was just saying it, it was funny. Imagine I pitched it to him like, "Hey, well, okay, well, out. yeah, all right. Well, you let him know when you and you're hanging out with Diplo on his private party. We'll let him know about conflict that wants to punch him in the face. That'd be a great conversation for you and Diplo. How hey, bring money, Thriller. Yo, that's money right there. No, no homo. Um, conflict's an attractive dude. It's um, Thriller. Diplo's you an attractive dude too. You can't too. say no so H. That, this, you can't say that you're not Cameron. You can't. And listen, our, we have another guest that's over here that just keeps getting um, up and walking around. We yo, must yo, be yo. very boring. Listen, let's just get into our next guest, man. Because we know, are, you, are you ready to transform into interview mode, mode JV? You ready? I'm just freestyling, Watch. Here, bro. You right. Watch what happens when we transform into interview mode. There it is. Bong! Welcome to Complete Animals Lair. Do you like that? Yeah, I like the gentleman background, the gentleman club background, you know. The... Right behind you is Funk Master Flex right here. Oh, man. I got, man, this guy right Okay. He lied. All right. He lied. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, he hails from California, goes to New York, goes all over the world, and eventually... He ends up in Miami, and I saw him wandering the streets high on mushrooms the other day. So I just decided, why not come on in and talk about it, buddy? 
His name is John Brown. What's up, man? Yo, what up, what up, what up? The king of the burbs? Do we not use that anymore? King of the burbs for life. Okay. John Brown was gay. Listen, he he's not scared. Like the R&B singer? Like <laughs> John B, right? John Brown. Y- y'all know who John Brown is? Yes. Y- you know where that comes from? No, no, no. Let, let me see if JD, JD knows. Go ahead. Do you know who John Brown is? I keep thinking of him that. That was that white boy R and B singer from That's the late John 90s. B. John, yeah, his name is John Buck. John, John Brown is actually a historical historical figure from okay. 1849. You know, it comes from a from a from a long story of American history. You know, back 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 in, in, in bloody Kansas and and all the craziness that that this country was founded on. So you know, that, Clark, yeah, you know, that's what inspires me. Nice. Uh, so me and you, we've met many years ago. Uh, Maybe when you were promoting a show called The White Rapper Show. I don't know. It might have been that far back. Um, yeah. And if people aren't familiar with that, that was a show that came on. VH1, Ego Trip, Elliot Wilson kind of put that together. And if people want to see kind of like a little piece of what the show looked like, let's take a look at John Brown Uh-oh. on The White Rapper a Show. How'd you get your name? King of the Burbs. I still don't really get that. <laughs> the King of the Burbs is a brand name. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's always extended to the ghetto revival, man. When John Brown is talking, I have no idea what he's talking about. Because <laughs> if, if I was my own entity and I wasn't connected to a ghetto revival, I'd still be on some King of the Bird Fact constantly reps this thing called Ghetto Revival and he calls himself the King of the Burbs. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. To the King of the Burbs, what the f- do you know about the ghetto? Plain and simple. Was All that right. him on um, t- kick Tiger King? With the fucked up teeth? <laughs> That's too late. Yo, he go does back, it. Go back, yo, does, yo, yo, go back. Yo, yo, hold on. We got scammed in early 2020. All right, hold on. Let me see. The guy does look like the boyfriend from Tiger. From, uh, <laughs> and he wasn't gay. That's the thing. So no, that's probably on. him. No, no, no. Let me see if I can find him. Hey, hold on. Dude, that should be a meme, dog. You should go viral for that. Ghetto revival, and he calls no, himself no, no. the King of the Burbs. Not him. I have no idea what that Not means. Not Shamrock. The King of the Burbs. That guy. This guy. He does look like the guy from Tiger King. Do you, John Brown. Do you do you know who who this guy oh, hold, is? Hold up. Um, he he was on he was on the show. Yeah, mm. I don't know him though. <laughs> do you know his name? Um, that that's Bobby. Okay, Bobby. Yeah, he's from yeah. Oklahoma, bro. Yeah. Hey, you was scamming motherfuckers out there. What? But that could be the guy from Tiger King. Great call, Bro. great call, JD. All he right. looks like he'd be drinking ninety ninety ash. Well, he cashed in, so he probably changed right now. I got All his teeth right. fixed. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you saw a couple of the cast of characters that were on the White Rapper show with John Brown. Um, That's a throwback. That's a real throwback. Yeah, that was like two two thousand seven, correct? Filmed that in two thousand and six. Oh wow, six. So, yeah. the, the, the wardrobe, I can tell. <laughs> you buck All that era. heat transfer T shirts, you know? Yeah, that was Luck if you buck era. What was yeah. the uh, like cast? How did you hear about the casting, and how did you end up um, getting on the show? Oh man, yeah, no. Shout out to Sasha Jenkins and Ego Trip, Elliot Wilson, and Brent Rollins, Gabe Alvarez, Jeff Mao. You know, th- those are all the legends um, of, of you know media culture, hip hop, so. journalism. Um, you know, to this day, um, once we saw that this show was happening, it just seemed like a funny opportunity. Wound up going in, um, auditioning, not really taking it that seriously. Um, one thing led to another, wound up hopping in a van, um, showed up in the Bronx. There was MC Search and a bunch of white rappers, and we just played it by ear. And, like, honestly, didn't even know if the show was going to come on, you know? But and, Vanilla um, Ice didn't come through, right? No Vanilla Ice. Right. That, was, that was a good joke, Jay. No Marky, no Marky, Mark Wahlberg. No Mark right. Wahlberg. Well, it, was good. it was a good day. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was um, a lot of legends on that show, man. Just Blaze, Fat Joe, Joel Santana. Um, okay. Pff, 
Rest in peace, Bushwick Bill was on that mm, show. Little yes. short dude from that group from Texas, Houston. Ghetto Boys, Dog. Legends. You're going to have to calm down with this generic knowledge, okay? We're talking about legend Bushwick Bill, okay? They, they really pulled out a lot of, lot of um, interesting heads for that show. So it, 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 was, it was a fun experience, man. All right. Well, did, did you know the Eagle Trip guys before, before you, you know got on the show? What's funny is actually I ran into them at an air, airport in like 1999 or something um, in Seattle because uh, <clears throat> they were in a Mass Appeal uh, article. And I was sitting in the airport reading the Mass Appeal article. And I look over and these dudes are like right there. I'm like, yo, is this y'all? Um, and so I just kind of had a that was a that was a random ass experience, but uh, I didn't really know them like that until um, until I did the show. So run down just real quick, like the weird. First off, how was it like staying with people? Did you stay in the same place with a bunch of people, or did you each have a hotel room? And how did you interact with the cast? And what's the weirdest story that happened during filming? Well, so it's definitely a social experiment. You know, they take your phone away. You can't like watch TV or read a newspaper. So you're really kind of isolated, you know, and that kind of puts in a lot of the pressure of like just the psychology. Um, you know, reality television is, is a wild experience. You're always mic'd up. They're waiting for you to forget that you are mic'd up. So you say crazy stuff. You know, we lived in this um, space that was a renovated studio, um, like an audio, um, like an auto studio. Um, and yeah, we just like, you know, sat, had bunk beds and it was like <laughs> white rapper summer camp or some shit. Um, and, um, yeah. And what was the craziest experience? I mean, you know, I think making a track with just blaze was probably the craziest experience, you know, just, just coming up with it off of his, you know, uh, original tracks and, and, and making that and having him, you know, do his, his signature drop in front of it. And that, that was an experience. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't weird when a girl put a sex toy in your face <laughs> yeah that was hilarious so the first night um yeah everybody got really drunk i didn't drink you know i try to stay away from alcohol when i'm kind of in a working mentality just because it's for me that's more of like a party type of thing um you know and there was a lot of heat you know people people kind of coming at me you know how that stuff goes but i wasn't really with the bullshit you know um it was hilarious it was almost like a lot of cameras like this right and so you got all these people coming at you and you got cameras and everything it's just not reality you know what i mean it's tv <laughs> Um, but but that, that that was funny. Um, did did, per, did Persia end up going to jail for something? Like, do you know about that? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened to to, to them. But you know, hold on. Well, did anybody smash Persia? On the <laughs> I have no clue, man. But you know, I, I know she John did. Brown. You're not giving me the dirt <laughs> that I need. The Persian dirt. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. No. I mean, I wasn't really too too you know fascinated by any of them or caught up with any of them. Like to me, it was really just a platform to 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 meet a lot of amazing creatives and, and to you know, do my music. Yeah. Okay. John Brown, he's keeping it PC, baby. <laughs> P-Sizzle. Um, Speaking now, of John Brown, what? I know this makes no sense, but time I go to Chipotle, you know, you can name your meal. I mm -hmm. call him Maurice Brown. I don't know why, because I get brown rice the bowl. So, yeah. <laughs> in the brown field. Yeah, man. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What's so, sorry to interrupt your, your interview there, John Brown, with that Chipotle experience. Uh, listen, eventually, you were down, it was down to the wire. John Brown and Shamrock yeah. to the very end. MC Search had to get out there on that stage. You guys, you guys did a little battle at the end, a showcase. You, show, you, had, you, you did a song, mm -hmm. and then it was time to crown the winner. Let's see what happened. That being said, you know, usually I'll tell one of you guys to step off. Um, today, we're going to let one of you step up because one of you is about to be... I love Search. He's very serious. He takes his job very seriously. I win $100,000. Shamrock, step up. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Shamrock. It's a shame. That's a, that's a joke, man. It should have been John oh, Brown. Blind Fury 
choose this? It's not blind. What blind? You you was was blind? Was blind fury a judge? John Brown? How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, shout out to Shamrock. He's a good, he's a good dude. Um, you know, that was, that was a wild. Uh, that was a wild experience, man. But uh, you know, I was I was blessed to be be part of that in that that era. It's a wild era. Yeah, I didn't like it. Dante Ross said, you know, it, it wasn't about being lyrical. It was about like the songs had to be of the moment. And, and Shamrock was wearing like the Juicy J shirt from the Stay Fly video, which I always equate with Miami, by the way, because he comes out of a hotel in Miami. And it's just like, yeah, that's a, that Juicy J attire. He was wearing that thing. So I guess he was of the moment. Do, do you agree? So mid 2000s. It's very mid 2000s, man. Do, do you have, have you heard from Shamrock at least? Did he do anything after Man, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, nah, I'm not really in touch, in, in touch with them, nah. Oh, well, dude, not. John Brown is not feeling the way <laughs> rappers. Let me tell you. I mean, it's like you got to remember, it's like this was a random place. Um, eight, eight weeks with with some people. Some people stayed longer than others. We weren't really like friends or homeboys. I wasn't really trying to cut anybody down. I never really been a hater. Like I'm not really about that. I just been doing my thing, and then I went on my own crazy experience through all kinds of experiences. I met Wonder on lip service. You know, oh, that's um, right. Lip yeah, service. you know, Good shout out service. to Angela Yee. Yes. Um, you know, so that, that that was a classic, and um, you know, making music. You know, this industry's crazy. You got to keep a level head, and you know, try not get to, try not to get sucked into the bullshit, um, and just try to you know get what you want out of this game. Get you know, and hopefully contribute back to the culture. You know, not take everything from it, but put something back into it. Could this is the question I have? Could the white rapper show be made in twenty twenty one? It's already going on. Chill. I'm asking John Brown. Of course, it could be made. You know, it's um. You know, there's a lot of issues, right? Cultural appropriation. You know, our, our you know being being um. You know, an artist within Black art. Um, there's a lot of you know we have Black Lives Matter movements going on. Where where do these white rappers stand on a lot of these issues? But there's a lot of ill white rappers. You know, rest in peace, Mac Miller. You know, um, a lot of a lot of white MCs that put it down. Um, so I think that there could still be a dope show about white rappers but it's not going to be like ego trip because ego trip always going to have that um you know that slant that 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 uh intelligence that that comedy to it um so you know but i i wouldn't mind if they if they did another one yeah they have that intelligence they had a big jar of mayonnaise (laughs) in there to talk about white people like mayonnaise i was a very intelligent yeah i'm mad let me tell you well First off, I was going to call this episode, well, I was going to call this episode, Ruin Your Life, Move to Miami. That's what it is going to be called. So that's what it's, that's what it's called for, Ruin Your Life and move, move to Miami. But really what it was going to be called, Ruin Your Life, Move to Miami, and Reclaim Your Whiteness. That's what, that was the name of the episode. I had a couple people tell me that's not a great first uh, impression to have for a podcast. People might not want to see that as the first title, but that's in my mind. It's called, it called Reclaim Your Whiteness. That's what I've been doing over the last year. I'm going on an eat, pray, love, white adventure. I go to Walmart for fun. This is what I do. I eat unseasoned food, as people say. That's fine. I like chain restaurants. That's the, the, the food of my, my ancestors. Wow. Okay? You've seen a couple of rappers kind of do the same thing. Post Malone, Machine Gun Kelly have gone to their rock roots a little hard. They've been called culture vultures, but it's all good. They'll be playing the uh, Super Bowl soon, I'm sure. Uh, how do you feel about those particular guys going to do a different genre? I mean, you know, it's not forgot rock and roll is, is black music, right? Um, so, you know, even when... when that that becomes an aesthetic that they're integrating into their style. It's it's all you know going to be black music, um, but uh, yeah, Post Malone, Jack Harlow, um, they're they're amazing artists. These are very talented brothers. So um, you know you got to just respect it and, and try to study what it is that they do. 
That's right. John Brown is a political man. We found that out a little bit later on in his career. He actually did some stuff for Mass Appeal. What, what was the name of uh, what was the name of the, the series you did for Mass Appeal? Yeah. So actually, politicking with John Brown was a was a column that started at Complex. Shout out to Brendan Frederick, Joe LaPuma, who was my editor at the time. Um, and so it was um, politics from a hip hop perspective. Um, you know, obviously I did Car Wars and, and, and John Brown taking my name from a, um, a figure historically. You know, politics, is always, politics has always been, you know, dear to my heart. But um, I did a series po called Politics with John Brown with Mass Appeal. Um, and we did a, a, a few um, directed by Jessica Lorenzo, Rue. And uh, yeah, this one's about Melania. Now, this it's funny because this I like one. how he says it, Melania. Yeah, Melania. So American way. Because uh, this was way before um, he actually won. So it's still kind of a game. This um, was 2015. 2015. John, John Brown did his tribute to Melania Trump, the beautiful princess she is. All they talk about is Trump. 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 It's got to bother you. They talk about Trump. 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 But what about you, Melania? Melania. Melania. Girl, where you from? You go Slavia? I have a birth certificate from Slovenia. Oh, word, keep it real. We've been watching you. I mean, you've been sitting courtside, but let me kick it to you forthright. Excuse me. What? You something like it's fourth wife? I'm going to make you my first, and that's for life. You living off the man's name? So what you think about his campaign? It's just going down, down, down. Everybody hates us. Now that's a damn shame. Absolutely. Heard you from the East Block. I'm going to have you lead a peace talk. Instead of bombing more E-Rock, we could chief get dinner by the cheese spots. Nice, man. So that was a little... Cheese spots. That that was like uh, that was like when school teachers they uh, they try to get their kids into into politics so they'll come up with like a rap or something like that. <laughs> it was very palatable, John Brown. Uh, did you did you get a good response from some of these videos? I did, man. You know, and um, we're supposed to do something with Comedy Central um, around that, but you know, Viacom's kind of a crazy company. Um, but shout out to Christian McLaughlin; he was actually an exec on the White Rapper Show. Um, so shop that around a little bit. Um, and then, you know, I'm just I'm just somebody that sometimes like I'll go hard at something and, and then my attention shifts, you know. So um, I, I kind of parked that after doing, um, you know, uh, a few of them. Yeah, trust me. I, yeah, I can't do politics anymore. <clears throat> I have to I have to do it because of my job. I have to be into it and everything from celebrity news to politics and everything else. I can't do it, man. I, like it, it messes my mind up. That's one of the, I moved down to Miami to get away from everything. You come down to Miami, nobody's thinking about politics. Nobody cares. Everybody goes outside and gets gets pickpocketed by some <clears throat> uh, Colombian Colombian prostitutes. That's um, what we're worried about in Miami. Yeah. It's been a rough couple eras, man. But you know, um, shout out to Stacey Abrams for you know saving our our country. Yeah. Um, and it's important to uh, to speak out against you know white supremacy, to speak out against fascism. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's what I've always been about, man. You know. Yeah, because my cousin he's uh, he's the head of the. Democratic Party for the state of Florida. So okay. every time he's like, man, where are you voting for? I'm like, it's not, it's not for me, man. <laughs> he's, you see, this is a perfect example of, of, uh, of Florida people right here. He, he's, he's worried about who he's taking out tonight. He's not worried about going to the polls for Stacey no, Abrams, no, baby. No, 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 no. I tell don't, you that Don't get much. me wrong. I'm, I'm very happy what happened in Georgia. So, hallelujah. Okay. Do you want to say hallelujah, holler back? <laughs> do I want to say hallelujah, holler back? Do you guys know? Do you guys know about that? Do you know about Hallelujah Hollerback? No, nobody's ever heard that. Do you want to say if, it, if there's a religious undertone for Hallelujah Hollerback, John Brown? It's so religious. Mm -hmm. It's so religious. Is, um, that, is that like a, is that like Oakland like pimp talk that you're giving us right now? Sugar free right there. <laughs> I mean, you know, preachers are the highest level of pimps, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not a religious brother myself. But I believe I get what you're saying. But um, you know, a lot of that. 
um, terminology and spirituality, you know, I think is permeated through our culture. You know, we're not a Christian country. I'm Jewish. Um, you know, I work with Muslims and, you know, Hindus and the whole nine. But hallelujah, holla back is a term that I did not come up with. It's something that one of my older brothers came up with um, and it became part of our lexicon. And then it just kind of took on a life of its own. You know, Barack Obama said it at Notre Dame commencement speech. Kendrick Lamar said it in the track. Um, and it's become something that, you know, to this day, um, it still resonates in the culture. And, that, and that's a beautiful thing. You have been thinking about moving to Miami. Is that true, John Brown? I mean, I have moved to Miami, you know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm out here right now. You know, I think part of being a creative is trying to expand your horizon and, you know, learn from different cultures and places. You know, I've lived in Berlin and Paris and London and New York and Los Angeles and the Bay. Uh, and that's a blessing, man, to, yeah. to, be, to be able to, you know, open yourself to different um, people. I'm in places and being in Miami has been ill, man. As an artist, I've been out here, um, you know, doing more performances, um, kind of locking in with rappers out here. Um, you know, Esquina de Abuela is a dope spot. You know, Roots Cava, the Hippie Haven, there's a lot of dope artists out here. Um, and so I'm just out here trying to, you know, trying to speak my words and my verses and my songs and then learning from them. So Miami's been dope in that regard. John Brown has been going to the Miami version of the New Eurekan Poetry Cafe. <laughs> He's getting a lot of snaps up for some of his work out here. So that's good, man. No, for real, it, it is an, it's, a, it's an interesting scene out in Miami right now. I feel it, it reminds me of like late 2000s kind of New York. Um, there's an underground scene. They're still partying and everything else. So quite interesting for folks coming into Miami and want to check it out. You can speak, man. You, you got to use the bathroom. Yeah. Go ahead, man. It's okay. I'll talk to John Brown while you're, while you're gone. Yeah, he's happy. He's like, I feel like I'm not giving Wonder the the. He wants the juice. The uh, he wants to know who, dude, who fucked Misfit. <laughs> yeah, I need to know. I need to know who smashed. Um, who smashed Persia? What's Misfit doing? Shamrock is he is he completely okay in the head? That's what I needed to know about Shamrock. But Man. no, it, I mean you're you're very good. I, I feel like you've worked in politics before or PR of some of like companies because you you say things that need to be said and you seem like you'd be a a, a diversity and inclusion dream right now with all of your with all of your ideals. Uh, you're currently working for like a corporate company, right? Yeah, man, I'm actually working for Pepsi. Um, I'm a creative director. Shout out to Laundry Service. Um, oh, did, did you know Pepsi was like the one of the original um, leaders in protest prevention when Kendall Jenner came out there with that Pepsi can and she stopped any yeah. any kind of like uh, protests in the street? Did you know that? Yeah, that was, that was a um, you know that was a fail uh, of a spot <laughs> that was done you know internally. Um, you know, I work on Rockstar Energy. You know, nice. doing a lot of different uh, campaigns with you know creatives. You know, advertising is crazy. The, the 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 world has changed, right? You know, so many brands are what help finance all the things that we love to do. Um, you know, from you know Made in America with Budweiser, um, to um, you know all the all these television shows that have you know product placement that help pay for them. You know, um, and that's just the, that's the reality of capitalism. Um, you know, where corporations have so much power. Um, Facebook, Amazon. They, they become almost bigger than um, countries in terms of their, their influence financially um, and politically. Um, 
but that's the reality you know getting getting a check as a creative director is a blessing and that's one thing that i've been doing on the side yeah have you, you ever proposed something that you thought was okay like maybe like let's let's deal with the cleveland indians and then somebody in the somebody in the office said we can't do that and especially coming from a white man a jewish man at that you ever had any of those issues well you know i used to fight a lot for um having more representation um because there were a lot of white hipsters that were running these sh these agencies and so that would always be reflected in the representation of these commercials right and um that's something that i was always fighting for um and feeling sometimes like a little you know extra with it but luckily we have seen a lot of more movement in terms of people trying to be more conscious about the impact that media does have and how important representation is um you know for young kids young women men from all races to see them um, in these positions, you know, whether it's just in a commercial or actually literally, you know, running these companies. So, you know, we've had a bit of a reckoning, but, um, you know, there's a lot more work to be done. Man, are you kidding me? From this year <laughs> to last year, if you, if you were from an outside looking into to America and you just happened to turn on a TV station, you would think like America was probably 75% uh, non-white. Like mm. every, is it, is it, is that something that has to happen in every commercial? Did they get like tax write-offs or does it just look good because they don't want to get canceled on Twitter or something like that? Why there has to be a person of color in every single commercial. I mean, I don't know if that's, that's actually true. I guarantee it's true. I want everybody <laughs> at home, turn on the TV right now. I guarantee you will not find a commercial with all white people unless they're bad people. Cause all like robbers on like uh, home security think they're all white all white robbers now you guys should check that out but you don't think that's true john brown i mean i'd actually say the opposite I, I see you actually rarely see um i mean there was recently one by geico um where they did a uh you know whoop there it is uh joke and and that was you know sh you know celebrating a full black family um so i think that it's important for you, hold on do you think that's how how black families want to be represented by tag team throwing sprinkles up in the air like the lebron James? i mean do you think that's good it's definitely a good question and that, that's something you know I don't have the answer for that because I'm a white dude, but um, I think that it's important to celebrate um, black stories that aren't trauma stories. You know what I'm saying? We have you have a a black young lady next to you. She's been sitting here the whole time. Yeah. Do you want to, Angelique? Do you, you want to say? Do you want to say anything? First off, introduce yourself real quick. Oh well, if my voice is a little shaky, sorry, but I, yeah, I'm Angelique Duckworth. Lower the mic a little bit, if you can. Yeah, get in that mic. Get, <laughs> get, get, get in there. How do you feel about your uh, a black family being represented by tag team on commercials? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like it's good. Like, I'm pretty tired of seeing the nuclear all white family myself, especially being a woman of mixed race. Like, I like seeing the mixed families and people of color actually being represented in mainstream media. Who's who's uh, black and who's white in your family? Uh, my mom's white and my dad is black. Mm, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's always rare to find the opposite. I was going to say, <laughs> you don't really dad's hear white, too much of the black. opposite. I'm here to change that. I'm sure John Brown is too. <laughs> All right, check this out, man. John Brown, we want to thank you for coming through. I got to get... Sorry. One more guest in here. Um, so is there anything that you want to shout out or anything people should know about you? Yo, um, as you know, Music Video Night was a platform that I launched with Mass Appeal about five years ago. Um, you know, f f every month we were celebrating the art of the video, um, you know, with the Museum of Modern Art, Brooklyn Museum, Annenberg Space of Photography, Blant Museum of Art. And it was the first of its kind live platform that was a screening and discussion with music videos, taking it out of the laptop and into the cinemas and my brother wonder here you know held us down with some djing at times um did a, did a whole partnership with ace hotel 
had our last event with um, Quinn Wilson, who was Lizzo's director. So that that was a blessing. That's that's something that's gonna be coming back soon. Also, I got a, got new music dropping, a new track with the artist Chewy out of Sacramento. Shout out to him. Oh, man, okay. High expectations. I heard, I heard this track. Is it okay for me to play it on the play radio? It. Yeah, it's it, okay. It ain't even out yet, but yeah, that, let's premiere that's it. That's right, baby. World premiere. You have to check out uh, Animal Status Shade Forty Five, 10 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday nights to hear that one. Again. Hey. All right. Okay. So I know we, we. I wanted to talk to you all like about music videos and everything else, but you're gonna have to come back. You dude, you're in Miami, and you know that's what I like. But I, I wanted to get into some of this. Uh, no doubt. Some of these social issues that you yeah, hold so dear to go there. You hold so dear to your heart, buddy. Hey, okay. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> It was a good conversation, man. All right, so I, I got to bring my friend Dalton on because he's our closer for the Complete Animals. He's going to be giving his rundown of the week. John, do you, John Brown, do you mind uh, switching up with this guy over here? All right, so let's take a look at the – oh, look at this. Wow, DJ Dalton. Man, we got some Nimes arms, yo. Look at that tan, yo. Yo, no DJ in New York tanner than me. Get in that, get in that mic, DJ Dalton. There's no DJ in New York City more tan than me. Holler at me. I'll send you a thousand dollars if you're more tan than me right now. DJ Dalton, not only Holly D, pull up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And let me tell you this: Wonder did the right thing by putting me in the timeout chair over there with no mic, a baby seat with a bottle of tequila for the last hour, not getting to hear. I didn't even get to hear conflict say a damn thing. He was talking all kinds of DJ jewels. I'm over here drinking Espelon by myself, so I'm ready to vent. Yeah, because... Oh, oh my gosh. See, this is how this is supposed to go. Did you really go. spill water on my hey, electrical hey, I'm equipment? Quick, quick, quick compliment hour. You got nice arms, shoulders. Hold, hold on. Listen, John Brown just threw John Brown just threw paper towels like uh, President Trump to Puerto Ricans right there at, at, at Dalton. Damn, he like, did us dirty, yo, man. Yo, what the heck? He did, he did the Tebow flop when he, they used to win back in the days with UF. Whoop. All right, we got quick sidebar. I flooded my entire apartment about a week ago from the uh, about a week the ago la- laundry ago. machine. So I, it's seen its share of water. But thanks for spilling tequila on there, dog. You're making I'm it. mad. I lost my tequila. Nah, nah. He poured. I'm he more poured. mad. I lost my tequila than I'm worried about Wonder's okay. floor. Believe that. We do respect him because he did bring alcohol and a very beautiful woman over here as Facts. well, Angelique. Yeah. Let's talk about Angelique and let's actually give her a real a real shout out because she's not even. A girl that I, I want to take full credit. Uh, she is here because we were actually supposed to go to a video shoot with Felva, who is an artist who we manage. Um, and the location ended up becoming full and no more uh, women could come, crazily enough. So I was luckily enough, you know, asked the responsibility to chill with this lovely young lady while Felva goes. And then we're all going to reunite at a later time. So she's been reunited. Here. And we're also going to talk about the, the wristband on her hand. Where we saw her give someone the Mel Gibson uh, throat punch earlier this afternoon. We're gonna come back to Hold that on. though. Did, did you did you really the, punch somebody? Oh, it's the mixies for me. Oh, All right, slap. we're talking Lethal Weapon two. Uh, when he hits like, or maybe is it? I don't know. Is it Mel? It's like one. Oh no, the Denzel punch. You know how Denzel like in Training Day when he hits yeah, yeah, the homeless yeah, guy, yeah. she hit him with one of those, yeah, the, bro. The, the boyfriend, yeah. Hold on, lit. you you hit a you hit a dude with today. I don't like when people touch me without asking. Right, where did, hold, hold on. on, he grabbed your hair. No. no. <laughs> Where did he touch you? <laughs> sound like I okay. sound like a therapist. You know, what? Uh, just you know, I don't no. like when guys grab my ass without asking. What the yeah. hell? Where, where were you at? Or, where were you at earlier? Where did I he mean, do that? That happens literally all CVS. over. CVS, CVS. Me and Felva were at the checkout counter. All of a sudden, we hear some guy go, and he he got like throat punched, like on some gang shit. And then if you don't believe me, let's look at the wrist. Can we get a zoom in on the wrist, the wristband? Thank you. Hold up, hold up. Was he shorter than you? And she was like, I was like, yo, you okay? And she was like, yeah, I think I might have. And I was, so we, we actually, in the CVS, purchased 
uh, ace bandage for said punch, and she's now like, it was lit. It was the best place to have it happen. Let Dude, me see your I, other hand. I did not know Miami was this. Yeah, see, see, it's swelled up. It's a little swell. We're a little swollen. You got some pretty big hands though. Like, but you're not no, roll no, no, with the real ones. Nice hands. Ew. That's a lot of meat in your hand. Insecurity. Get you one who can do no, both. I don't like my hands neither. Chill. All right, guys. Listen, right. this this leads into Dalton. He's going to take us out with his with his uh, his, his speech yes. for the week. But I have learned that dudes in Miami are thirsty. I thought guys in New York were thirsty. If they nah, were, I'm if, well hydrated, son. But keep going. Okay, not you. We've already gone over that. I'm talking about guys in CVS that would just randomly grab a girl's butt. This really happened. Yes, yes. and I swear, like. I've been in Miami a week, and like I thought Portland was pretty bad, but it's just every hey. single block. Can we just also give a shout out, a, a round of applause that she gave a guy a throat punch, and let's look at how fire her nails are still looking, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it. Clap it up. And she didn't break a nail. Holla. All right, Dalton, get All center. Right. Get center on this camera. You see it. And get, okay. into, get into that mic. All right, go for it, baby. What's on All your right. mind? So best thing, I want to, listen, first of all, honored to be here. Uh, the name's Dalton, uh, professional DJ and producer over 15 years in New York. Now, uh, you know, second time living down here in Miami. Lived about, uh, moved down here six years ago and uh, went back to New York for a couple of years. Now I'm back down here again. So this is my second time around. Been DJing down here. Miami's my second home. I love this town. So, um, you know, it's ha I'm happy to have my dog Wonder here because, you know, I, I can count on my hand the people who I really uh, fuck with on an artist level and also as the homies. And, you know, Wonder is one of them, one of the people who inspires me to, you know, be better and all that shit. So once going. again, just to solidify my brand and my name here, my name is Dalton. Fuck Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's the point of a podcast. Everybody's allowed to have their opinion on this side. We fuck Donald Trump. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? New York City public school system. No uh, judgment of color, creed, whatever the term is. I used to go down to the Jersey Shore in the summertime, which was three hours south of New York, right? And when I was about 15, I remember when my homies used to uh, make some little jokes, racist jokes for the first time. And I didn't understand it because it's not where I was from. So in actuality, I never understood him. But I just kind of low-key felt bad for him because, uh, in my opinion, in life, is, is, it, your beliefs and everything, you come from where you're from, right? People who have, like, that MAGA shit, I look at people like that, like, the same way as I look at somebody who has, like, a calcium deficiency or, like, an iron deficiency. It's like, I feel bad for you, you know what I'm saying, that you got that going on. We're going to try to get you some iron and get you right. Uh, moving on. So, what I'm here for is... Um, what's bothering me today? That's going to be my thing. Like, I'm this type of dude, I'm a New Yorker, shit be bothering me crazy, so I'm just going to let it fly, especially after I've had three tequilas. So first thing that's bothering me in Miami, <clears throat> this is a public service announcement to all the bottle and waitress females who I have been trying to take on a date for the last, mm, let's say, 60 days now, okay? You bitches are working way too hard, okay? You can't work seven days a week, you can't. And you tell me you're always working, but when I'm on the yacht with my friends, I see you, and it just, it don't make sense. So we gotta figure this shit out, and you know, you have to allocate some time for your personal life. Y'all bitches are gonna catch Asperger's syndrome or like Stockholm syndrome or some Keyword crazy shit. Allocate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, real quick. It, it, first off, so, so just so we're getting a recap, it's, it's uh, F Donald Trump. He, Dalton wants to F Donald Trump. And second off, now he's calling girls B words. All right, continue. I, I'm sorry, you're right about that. Continue. I apologize. Go ahead. Let me reel that back. You're a great role model for everybody listening. Go ahead. No, that is the, that is the alcohol, and I apologize. I apologize. That's, that's wrong. All right, so now the next thing that bothers me, this happened today. Why do, pull, why do stewardesses pull up to hotels like they lit? 
Like, you know, like when you're in a hotel and like the stewardesses, like there'll be like seven of them all dressed up like they like they pull up like they're dressed in like from like the nutcracker or something like they're supposed to like get in front of you in the line. And it's just like it bothers me. And I just don't understand the whole like y'all need to wear regular clothes and just understand you're a motherfucking stewardess. And no, that's just obviously, what it is. you've never partied with a stewardess. They go to new towns and they're ready, okay. dog. You've never gone on Tinder or Bumble and seen. And this is just my negative. See, I have a lot of personalities. I got one more of the negative. Then we're going right. to take it to positive. Go ahead. Hit them. Why does the seltzer always explode every time I try to make my tequila soda? Every time I buy soda water, the shit sprays all over my shirt, and then I can't, I never remember the next time. It's like a continuous thing. All right, so those are my three. Okay. The girls, listen, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm going to stay on top of you. It doesn't look like it's going good, but maybe you'll get a break in your schedule. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Do you have a positive thing you want to add? Yes. What's the pot? What is happening here? Oh, Lord. This episode, today's episode is brought to you by Backwoods, okay? I smoke them crazy right now. I'm addicted to them. It's because of the rappers that I produce for. It's all your fault. I'm giving myself a time limit on it, but today's episode is uh, brought to you by Backwoods, which leads us into our other idea of the week. Wonder, are you ready for this? Hit them. <clears throat> and this idea was brought up in the DJ booth at Vendome, the new nightclub, the old Rockwell. We came up with this idea, me and DJ Nano. Um, the idea is called Bumpwoods. It's a backwood filled with cocaine, and we think it's going to do very good in the Miami circuit, but we'll see how that goes. We're, uh, patent is pending. We've got to try to legalize cocaine. We're not sure if it's going to work out. Okay. Quick. Once again, once again, quick recap for everybody listening right now. <laughs> we'll, go from back to, we'll go from back to front. First, it was legalize cocaine. If not, find a product that can we can just sell cocaine to people that an addictive cocaine to people no i'm just saying oh, hold on, hold on. i'm just giving you a recap of what you said okay. that you're very innovative you should go on shark tank with this we uh, think we're a, gonna get to the bag okay we, so that's i'm sure mark cuban would do a bump with him legalize cocaine right. second uh stewardesses you, you're not better than me i will never let you in front of me i don't know what you're talking about Third, call, calling girls B-words. That was Four. wrong. I apologize, and I seriously, my mother Four. is actually going to yell at me about that one. I grew Four. up with a good mother. I'm sorry. I respect all the N no females. No bottle waitresses will go out with you. Those are the things. That, and then, oh, and I forgot the last one. F Donald Trump because he's bad. Is that, that's what you're saying? That's it. And then the last thing I would like to wrap up is that 21 Savage Slime Language 2 out now. First album that I put above 21 Savage's um, uh, Savage Mode 2. So if you're looking for a trap album, go grab that uh, Slime Language 2 because it just it's the one. And uh, that's it, man. Shout out to the boy Wonder. Check out the gifted program, NYC.com. Shout out to her for the Mel Gibson throat punch also. Hold on. Uh, ladies, if you're looking for somebody, they're, they're very few and far between because I don't know any DJ that actually listens to club music on their off time, like in their car. This man listens... Listens to Yo Gotti. He listens to Moneybag Yo. He listens to, to some Twenty One Savage in his for fun. I take it he serious. It, he listens to it for fun. So, ladies, if you're if you're looking for somebody to turn up with, this is your guy right here. I don't know about turn up, but if you want me to like know what the hardest song on the Young Dolph CD is, I'll tell you that much right there, though. That's for sure. Okay, last thing. Uh, air out anybody you have problems with right now. Oh, I have no problems with nobody. I'm good. I'm shining. I'm winning. Um, I would actually like to shout out. Her uh, clothing brand, uh, Angelique's clothing brand, Remix, which is fire because she makes um, clothing out of eco-friendly, recyclable products, one of ones, and she's lit. And she sat here and dealt with us. So I just really, that's why I want to shout out. I'm, I don't have no beef with shout nobody. Shout out to all the tan women. They're yeah. the best. They make the world No go beef with nobody. I got an Aaliyah shirt on. I'm in Miami. We're going to go to the club tonight. It's lit. And there's no problems. Backwoods are here. There's no problems. Everything is gravy. 
All right. Well, thank you, Dalton. We appreciate that. We're looking to to, uh, to hear more of those in the weeks coming. Angelique, sure. do you want to do you want to shout out anybody before we go? Um, Get in honestly, that. Get in your Instagram. Well, yeah, uh, Instagram handle underscore a duckworth. If you're looking for some one of one pieces, but a duckworth, a duckworth. Yeah, first a. initial last name. That's like Kendrick um, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I think he's my second cousin, Loki. Yeah, but up. and I'm sorry for calling ladies bitches. That was wrong. I gotta. I'm gonna put myself in timeout on that one. I'm gonna go ahead and shout out all my friends that I came with that I outlasted in Miami, and now I think I'm gonna move here. So. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so what brought you to Miami? Was it a spring break? It trip? was Rolling Loud, to be honest. Oh, we yeah. We bought tickets a million years ago. Have been counting down the months, and then that three weeks. Were you before, nineteen at the they time? They told us they were moving it. No, I was still twenty-two. You know. Okay, twenty. Got to be twenty-three, Jordan year. Got to be a good year. So this, this is this should be the most selfish year in your life as a woman. You know that, right? Absolutely. See, this is what I mean by that. What's what I like to tell good women about? It's the year to be a hoe. But you have all your rights. Just communicate and you're Ho-y. good. Yeah. Be like a, Jor- a Michael Jordan hoe. No, no. Actually, I don't think she should do that. Take that back. I don't mean well, it like that. I already <laughs> called girls. Jeez, oh. man. All right, folks. This is Complete Animals. DJ Wonder, baby. We here, yeah. man. Now you understand the, the title of the show. I surround myself in nothing but animals except for Angelique. And uh, A. Duckworth on Instagram. A. Duckworth, is that what it is? Yes. Underscore A. Duckworth or the remix with two X's. You'll okay. Find so I'll tell yes, you. Sir. Five nine. I'm five five. Okay, but five Let's, bet- there. between <laughs> Miami boys, between JD and then You're we have five, John, five. John Brown and his his pimp uh, Bay Area Hallelujah Holler back techniques, and then we have Dalton who's just a complete savage. I, uh, Angelique, I don't know. I have security downstairs. They may be able to escort you out and get you away from these guys. So, like, do you model? Like, what do you do? You got like my uh, okay, uh, brain. All right, you know? listen, guys. Thank you so much, JD. Listen, you, can, you guys can talk after. We got to go. The gifted program. Check us out. The appreciate at, at the gifted program each and, NYC. Each the and gifted every program one of you. NYC.com. Okay, at DJ Wonder everywhere, JD. Where, where can they find you? Uh, I don't got social media right now, but he, we'll get back to that. He later. does actually, but that's fine. Whatever. And then YouTube, most importantly, YouTube.com/slash DJ Wonder. Please hit subscribe on there. If you're on this right now, just hit that subscribe button right there. YouTube.com/slash DJ Wonder. And that's about it. We'll see you next time, man. And JD, you're gonna get it together. You did a great job today. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> You say so. (laughs) All right, man. Bye.